The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani coming to you uh, with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome uh, to all of you. We really appreciate that you're uh, tuning in on an important day uh, where we have lots of news to bring you that will be suppressed, uh, reorganized in a totally different way, taken out of context or um, or completely uh, distorted. <laughs> so we're here to see if you can, uh, by the end of the day, have a certain level of truth, you know, like you should have had before the election and known that Joe Biden um, was a uh, lifetime crook and a lifetime pervert who was being elected president. The hard drive would have shown you both. And it was suppressed by a very, very large conspiracy of the people who want to defeat Donald Trump now. It's very hard to define that conspiracy in a word. You know, we say establishment. We say deep state. We say Biden Democrats, Hillary Democrats. But we got Barr and we got Ray. I mean, uh, it, it completely astounds me that that big fat blowhard gets on and says this stuff. Oh, I think he violated the law. I would be very, uh, I'd be very worried about that if I waited the law. Hey, Fatso, what about you? What were you doing with the hard drive for a year? Yeah, you had the hard drive. It was validated, which means from day one you knew the claims that it was Russian disinformation were, what do we call them, lies? Hmm? About your boss, the president? Hmm? And about your friend, me, or ex-friend, me. How about, how about you know it's uh, uh, legitimate. You had, uh, in November of 2019, validated it. I had to go about doing that myself. It wasn't hard, but I did. And then when Biden appears at a presidential debate and says that the hard drive was Russian disinformation, that was produced by your pal, he looks at Trump, Rudy Giuliani, who was a Russian pawn. Uh, you don't tell anybody that the hard drive is legit? The, the, the hard drive isn't confidential. It wasn't grand jury information. You, you, it was in your discretion. You could put it out, not put it out. You could decide to do that if you wanted to in the interest of, the, of, 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 of justice. How about in the interest of a fair election? And the thing that kills me is the press is so crooked and they prove it every day. They're not even curious as to why you didn't do it. You're not even required to answer why you screwed the American people that way. I mean, some large, large percentage of the American people say if they had that information, they would not have voted for Biden. You and and Ray are the reason they didn't have the information. But nobody brings it up and you get on there and you pontificate. And you want people to think your opinions are honest and uh, objective. And then people want to know, and they're going to try to, they're going to, try to uh, indict Trump again on this one because this is what the uh, Washington indictment is about. Trump is supposed to know that these are all lies because you told him. Why would he trust you? Why would he trust you? He'd have to be a jackass to trust you. You withheld the hard drive on him for a year for reasons that you, you, you never explained to him. I didn't trust you. I'm like 10 times the prosecutor you are, jackass. 
And I didn't try. You tell me the cases you made. I'll tell you the cases I made. We'll figure out if you even even ever made one. If you ever actually investigated a case with the FBI, I don't know, maybe maybe you did operations of an illegal still or something. You weren't much of a lawyer. I mean, you were a Wall Street thing. But no one to street, no one how to investigate with the FBI. No damn thing about it. But that's okay. That's okay. We get a lot of dandies like that. But we don't get a liars like you. I, it's inconceivable that any attorney general in the history of the United States would have sat on that. When the Democratic candidate for president lied and said that a, doc, a, a, a device that you had was Russian disinformation and you knew that it was absolutely 100% legitimate and you kept your fat mouth shut. And now the American people don't even link the two things. And they even use against Trump that he didn't listen to you after that. If anything, you should be part of his defense. In other words, if you told them that the election was okay, he should believe it isn't after what you did. Plus, pal, you told the U.S. attorney in Philadelphia not to go forward. You told the U.S. attorney in Atlanta not to go forward. You didn't bother going to go get uh, uh, ballots that an ATF agent told you were outside Atlanta, all piled up, and they burned them. I mean, you should be in jail, not on television. I don't get this, this, this thing with Barr. The question is so obvious. The minute they put out that it was validated in November of 2019, and, uh, and Biden isn't on television uh, accusing us of being Russian agents because of that until... Ten months later, that you had never put it out in all that time while he was being impeached when it was a perfect defense. You let him get impeached on false evidence. Where's that in the attorney general's manual, pal? I tell you. Now, you got to see, you need to know the connections here. Now, the Post doesn't even give you these connections. Post got a great article about Hunter Powell, very frequent White House guest. His name is Eric Sheeran. And they say he was like a financial guy. No, no, he was more than a financial guy. If you read the hard drive, and I, I hope Miranda does a column on this tomorrow because she'd be the only one. Her and uh, Levine would, would know this. And uh, somebody named Ryan King, I don't know, wrote this. And maybe he just didn't know this. Uh, he, he was the guy who took care of the split. Now, what's the split? Of course, they don't tell you this either. So the most critical text or, or email and the, on that hard drive is the one they mention the least. And that's the one that says that where Hunter explains the roughly um, the rough formula for, for the racketeering enterprise. And that is that Hunter would collect the bribes as well as James and a couple of the other Biden family people. And that Hunter would, uh, in order to launder the money, first they had 20 companies to do that through. You don't need 20 companies to, you know, just get money if you're legitimate. Uh, and they have 180 suspicious action reports, uh, by far the world record, the Bidens. Nobody's ever looked at those suspicious action reports, including uh, Trump's attorney general, who was afraid to open them up. I don't know. Maybe he didn't have the bathroom close enough to himself. That You can see what I think of him. Now, just think about this. 
That those all of that could have been discovered two years before. This could have been over with before the election even started, and the Biden crime family would be where crime families are supposed to be in prison. Joe would probably be in one of those uh, special uh, uh, nursing home facilities in a prison. A couple of mafia guys there with him, so he wouldn't be able to tell too many of his phony stories. They'd slap him around. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't think he'd pull that corn puff thing on them or they'd lay him out. But this Schwer, Schwer, Schwer <laughs> I was going to say Schweiker. Schweiker's the author. This Schwerner guy is the guy who made sure that the 50% went to Joe. So he had control over the joint accounts of Hunter and a Joe. And the reason you know that is on certain situations when it, when a uh, emergency occurs, like when Joe, uh, you know, you, what we, you know, I'm gonna. Th- this story is just too good. I wish I had Costello on to tell this story. He tells it in a way that it's hard to get get up off the floor from laughing when he tells it. But it's not funny. It's a terrible story. Joe Biden, when Joe, when Joe Biden's son went on, um, uh, oh, I guess you would call them uh, rehabs, right? The rehabs were a joke. He did about 22 of them. And the rehabs, he usually would organize for himself some prostitutes and uh, a drug source. And, uh, and then he'd either go out from the rehab center or he'd get it brought in. Well, he had this, he had this, one, he had this one prostitute that um, he ended up being with her. And then he had to leave. And it was the last day. And he owed her eight grand. So he takes out a credit card. And she she was like a, a covered as like a escort service kind of thing. So he gives her the card for eight grand. Now, the cases I used to do with prostitutes was all cash. This one like a little surprise to me that they use credit cards. So he gives her a credit card for eight grand. Credit card bounces. Gives her another credit card for eight grand. Credit card bounces. Gives her another credit card for eight grand. What eight sixteen twenty four thirty eight forty eight. Finally. He pulls out another credit card. He gives it to her. It works. She says, thank you. She leaves. All of a sudden, he's t- using, taking his pot or not pot, uh, crack. He's smashed up in the rehab center, which because he was a Biden, they let him do. And uh, all of a sudden, he's getting these frantic smashing on the door. And uh, she wants to talk to him. She says, um, you know what happened after you left or after I left? All those ones that you tried to put through. I got them. In other words, she collected $48,000 for an $8,000 trick. And she was an honest prostitute. Now, that's not the end of it. She says, and he gets very angry, like she had taken it from him. And she said, don't worry, I'm going to cancel all those. And He goes back to sleep, and when you come back, I'll tell you the rest. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back. <coughs> Excuse me, with the Rudy Giuliani show. And I want to tell you the denouement of the story. <laughs> the conclusion of the story. Because it's really uh, ter- terrific. So now the woman is really upset because... She fessed up to getting 48 grand, of which she only deserved eight, and wanted to give it back to him. He's cursing her and wants to get her investigated and all this other stuff. Probably at this point, he's like gone on crack 
and not realizing she's doing him a favor. However, the user of the father's credit card got back to Washington, to Eric Schwernin, the guy that showed up at the White House 33 times. This is the guy who works out, I have to give half of my income to Pop because he has control of Hunter's account, and he makes sure half the income goes to the big crook on top. Or it gets laundered like for a period of time, Hunter is paying 50 grand a month in rent to his father for a home that he, Hunter, owns. You see all the little things they don't tell you? So who shows up at the door? The Biden protectors, the Secret Service. Secret Service shows up at the door and he doesn't want to let him in because they want that card back because <laughs> now Joe has just paid eight grand for a prostitute. Think about that. He used his father's credit card to pay the prostitute. That was the one that went through. <laughs> they take the credit card from him. I don't know if they beat him up, but they put him on a plane and they bring him back to Washington and he doesn't get out for another month. This is the kind of stuff that was going on constantly with this guy. Now, Schwerner is in the middle of all this. There were any number of texts to him. I didn't get all my money. Uh, also, Schwerner is sending him bills for new furniture for, for Biden's house. Uh, new paint job for Biden's house. Uh, new roof for Biden's house. Remember December 25th. 2018. For 30 years, I had to pay all of the expenses of the family. And Pop still required me to give 50% of my income to him for 30 years. That's where you go for the proof of it. You have the admission. It comes into evidence. Very powerful. But what becomes more powerful than that? When you start showing him paying for things that a son ordinarily wouldn't pay for. Right? My son doesn't give me half his income, right? He doesn't, he doesn't pay my maintenance. He doesn't, uh, I don't have another ch uh, child, but my, my daughter, when she went to school, he didn't pay the tuition for my daughter. Hunter did all that for his father. He paid the tuition for his sister. I know all you that have kids, how, how many of you did the older brother pay the tuition for the sister and, and pay you rent? Now, he buys the house. You live in the house for free. <laughs> he pays you rent. That's a kickback. Or, or, they really think we're stupid. And some of us are. And that's why you elected him. Please, grow up. Otherwise, we're not going to have a country left if we, keep, if, if we keep buying this crap. We're not going to have a country left. It is so crooked. It's, a, it's an embarrassment. And here's, I see Barr here. Barr wants to take the witness stand in against the boss. Oh, man, I wish they'd let me cross-examine him. How about, you know, when did you see the hard drive? When did you first see it? When, when did you realize, who, who, isn't it a fact that they uh, told you that it was legitimate? Did, didn't, you, didn't you hear him, uh, didn't you hear Biden say that it was uh, Russian disinformation? Didn't you hear 51... Did you see 51 uh, agents uh, say it was? All that was bald face lie. All that ha could have uh, quite a bit of an impact on an election. All that could have uh, the effect of electing a 
man basically with that hard drive clearly a crook as president and you never and and, and isn't it a fact that you concealed it and never and never revealed it actually and let uh, the president and giuliani and uh, sort of sort of like uh swing in the wind you're pretty pretty much of a skunk aren't you so what'd you get for it bar what what what'd you get for a big big shot in the dc bar uh, you get on all those uh, communist television stations now. They didn't let you on before, before you were a traitor, right? <laughs> they love traitors. Pence? Man, do they love Pence. Or Christie? Woohoo, they love Christie. Now, if Christie had run as a Republican, they'd rip him apart, rip him apart. Guy doesn't have discipline. Look at him. My God, he gets his stomach pumped or whatever the hell he did, and he can't can't keep his weight down. What kind of discipline is that? Guy like, or... or um, What's her name? Uh, uh, Snooky uh, says he's uh, a, a bully. Just what we need, a bully. Well, they forget all that when you're on their side and lying for them. But I'd love, I, I, I mean, if, if if Smith is dumb enough to call Barr with no explanation for why he hid the hard drive for a year, he's going to blow up in his lying face. Well, we will be back in a few minutes and we will get to your calls. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And the number today is uh, changed. It's 1-833-969-4447. That's 1-833-969-4447. So uh, there's an interesting there's an interesting suggestion that has uh, been made that Joe Biden should uh, well, he should resign and make this whole thing go 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 away, um, and it's it's done by a, ver- a very serious person, a writer for the po- po- Post named Daniel McCarthy. Uh, who is also the editor of Modern Age, a conservative review. And the suggestion is that uh, there's no decent way out of this. Uh, Trump is going to be tried at least. He shouldn't. I mean, the cases should be put off until after the election, but I don't think they all are. Uh, Somewhere between one and two of them will get tried next year. Uh, I don't think it'd be possible to try all four of them. You'd basically there'd be no the whole year would be trials from beginning to end. So it seems to me that the two that are scheduled for next year, granted that there'll be a bit of a delay from what they have scheduled because of the um, because of the discovery that goes on. If the one in Atlanta really is, insists on a multi-defendant. Uh, case, uh, she will. She will. By that virtue of that alone, she'll give up the possibility of being able to try it next year because all those defendants will make their own motions, just to begin with, to to sever, and uh, for for uh, to prevent a you know prejudice against them being on trial with a much more famous, much more 
uh, controversial uh, de- de- defend all kinds of things. In other words, you take the motions of one and multiply them by, let's say she puts 10 people in 10 people. Now you've got a case that can take two and a half years. Uh, so that one will be out of the way. So then there'll be three cases, and I think two, two will get done. So let's say Trump goes through those, gets acquitted or convicted, whatever happens. In, in D.C., he's going to get in D.C., he's going to get convicted. In Miami, he may get acquitted. And it's possible that one case or another might be thrown out for failure to state a crime, which you actually could do with this most recent one if you had the guts to do it or the independence to do it. But if he gets elected while he's on trial, or let's say even after he's convicted, which is possible, that's a terrible thing for the country, isn't it? And particularly with these cases that are not necessary. These are not like the kinds of crimes you've got to protect the public from. <laughs> Nothing really changes whether he gets prosecuted or he doesn't get prosecuted in terms of public safety. It's ridiculous. So what this would say is, and, and meanwhile, Biden has a lot more coming. Every day there's going to be new evidence. The amount of money is going to go over $50 million. It'll eventually start pushing 100 uh, I don't know what happens when they open the offshore bank accounts. They eventually have to. They're there, and they eventually have to. You don't have 20 banks that you're moving money through because you're doing it legitimately. Right? You don't have 170 uh, suspicious action reports by the Treasury Department where most businessmen have none or two or three. So there's a lot more money that hasn't been discovered. And it's big money, and I have had, you know, informants that have given me some ideas about how much it is. So I'll give you the range of that from about 70 to about 130 million. That's uh, way off the charts, astounding and his name in history will be, well, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even know. We, we don't have any president to compare it to. And then if, if actually he was selling out to China and uh, giving money to Ukraine and letting them, letting them spend it on whatever they wanted to spend it on without any controls, the way they did once before, the $5 billion they never accounted for in 2017, it could be a disaster for him. So what, 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 um, what McCarthy suggests is he should, you know, let's take it all at once, don't get too upset, pardon Hunter. Pardon Trump. Resign. Let the Democrats go get a nice young candidate to run against Trump. See if the youngster can beat him. Fair, square, without getting the bent with Trump not getting the benefit of all the sympathy. McCarthy thinks it'd be a 50-50 shot one way or the other. You really don't know what'll happen. Might be that Trump would win, particularly since some of the some of the additional corruption would still get out, but not all. But on the other hand, such a big gesture might help the Democrat Party, and the Dem- the young Democrat might win, particularly with the country's thirst for you know a man who's a woman. Who's, uh, uh, you know, within an age that, you know, you usually consider for president. Interesting thought, isn't it? And he says, what would it take to do that? He said it would make history, but to do it, he has to be selfless and bold. Well, let's count that one out. (laughs) 
Let's go to John from Brooklyn. The number is one eight three three nine six nine four 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 seven. I'm sorry I didn't give it to you early. One eight three three nine six nine four 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 seven. John. Oh, is it Jimmy? I says John here. John in Brooklyn. Whoever Hello. is in Brooklyn. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Mr. Mayor? Oh, is this Jim? Yes, Jimmy from Brooklyn. Okay, okay. Somehow I hear it says John. Forget. Go ahead, Jim. About 30 years ago, a convicted terrorist named Laura Whitehorn, a communist terrorist, I don't remember if she was the Weather Underground or the Black Liberation Army, but she had said in a speech her biggest mistake or her only mistake was she didn't build the big enough support network so this goes back so many years. So what the communists did, they built a massive, absolutely massive network throughout American government. And they, they have the massive movements, the strategies of Antonio Gramsci, who Mark Levin is now talking about, the strategies of penetrating government agencies and using them against the opposition. You've got the unity of the globalist movement, the UN, the Council on Foreign Relations, all these major foundations and various groups that want world government totally united with the communists. So we thought we defeated communism, and now we're on the verge of a total communist victory. And the enemy knows once they conquer America through their various policies and strategies, they get the whole world. So this is the deepest trouble the entire world, not just America. The entire world is in serious, serious trouble. Doesn't anybody wonder, Mr. Mr. Mayor, how I knew this stuff? I started exposing it 36 years yeah, ago t- on t- the t- radio. How did you? I, I, sent, I had recorded some stuff at communist meetings. I was at a meeting at the Communist Party, and there was a room where there was a guy yelling with a heavy Russian accent, yelling at the leadership of the American Communist Party. All the communist parties around the world were set up by the World Communist Movement, which until recently was the Soviet Union. Now Red China got the uh, supposed lead of this. But China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, the drug cartels, the organized pedophiles, United Nations, all of this stuff now is totally, absolutely united and coordinated. So they built a support network. So when the colleges and universities graduate Marxist and then they, they become communist or they get into the communist-controlled orbit, they're now congressmen, senators, they're in the media, they're in the schools, do they, do, they're uh, in the court. Jim, would you say they are conscious communists? They think of themselves as members, like you know, we used to say card-carrying member of the Communist Party. Or, are they, or do they have a Marxist philosophy which they have, which has been put under some kind of a euphemistic uh, tag for them. Well, it's a combination of everything. It's like an orchestra. There's different sections. There's the wind. There's the percussion. There's the drums and all of that. There's different sections, but the orchestra leader and the people who write the music is the communist. So you could have good patriotic, extremely patriotic Americans in the communist movement without knowing it if they're in the enviro-Leninist movement. So it's a matter here of deception, subversion, perversion, all different attacks. 
And now we're hearing more about the threat and danger of flying saucers. In other words, the world. Yeah, how do you read that? How do you, because, how, how do you read that? What's that all about? The flying saucers? Well, if, if there's a global threat of uh, environmental damage, you have to have global government to counter it. If there's a global threat from other planetary uh, life forms that are superior to us, these are all reasons to unite. Yeah, like climate change. So we see the cor- it seems to me that climate change is losing some of its uh, compulsion. It's, it's losing some of its steam. There's a lot more questioning of it now than there ever has been. And I'm not even sure it pulls out at, as a major concern any longer. So they really need something else. Climate change is not going to do it. Well, we just well, when you look at the, the totality of it all, it's a, it's an absolutely massive movement. I mean, look at this: the Republicans are the red. Communists have always been the red. They called themselves Red China. They were the Red Army. So what the enemy did, they have people thinking it's the Republicans that are the threat. We are worse than the attack on Pearl Harbor. We are worse than the attack at the Trade Center. I mean, all of that stuff was just the beginning. So now this is the culmination of a hundred years of communist, Soviet-led, now red Chinese-led and participation of it. A lot of people are misled. 35, 36 years I'm exposing it. I've actually photocopied documents, enemy publications. Most of this the enemy writes about that everybody ignored it. I mean, when the Soviets write that Czechoslovakia in 1948 is the model for the West, and then they wrote a book. One of the communists wrote a book that came into America's hands, was translated into English, it's, and not a shot is fired by Jan Kozak. It's a template for how to take over a free and democratic, prosperous country through gradual manipulation, using agents and departments of the government against the opposition. Which you would say is what they're doing right now. It's exactly it's right. exactly what they're doing now to the letter. And that and I think I think, you know, most people who don't have the education that you have or even anywhere near it in, in communism have a little hard time understanding it. But the way I try to explain it to them is every week or so, there's a new thing that happens. And you say to say to yourself, how could this happen? And how could that happen? And how could this happen in America? How can we have parents being called uh, terrorists? for wanting to save their children from being mutilated. And um, how, how can we tolerate a president who stumbles, bumbles, falls, and doesn't know where he is? I said, you put all those little pieces together, or the deterioration of our education system. Education system in New York slipped again. The reading level in New York is, is getting, you know, we're going to be at a third world level pretty soon. Uh, all of that, if you go back and look, is part of the agenda of one group, uh, modified over the years, but the core is with Karl Marx, and it's just too damn coincidental that it's all happening at once, and it's all part of the same agenda. And then they start to read, and they start to see it. But it isn't easy for people to see the connection. They see the individual problems. They fight off the connect. They fight off the connection. Um, and but but that resistance is lessening. Slowly, more people are accepting it. You get a lot of credit for it, Jim. You really do. Yeah, that's sir. And thank you. Thank you for staying at it. And there's still a long way to go. But I, I don't know if you feel it. But I find now when I talk to people about communism, I don't get to look like I'm from Mars, like I used to get. 
I start to get the look like either I'm right. I get people just agree with me. Just they agree, they agree. Or I get them saying, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. Oh, they're against a nuclear family. So that's why we've, they've been fighting families for so long. Oh, oh, yeah, right, they're against God. And that's why we've, for 40, 50 years we've been fighting for God in the public square. And they've been pushing God out for all kinds of ridiculous reasons. You know, they get it now. When uh, Ten years ago, they would think you were some kind of a conspiracy theorist. But uh, thanks, Jim, and keep, keep, keep at it. I mean, this guy is a treasure. I'm telling you, these connections are enormously important for our understanding how to unravel this. God willing, we get the chance to do it in 2024 and 2025. And I've got to tell you who understands this 100%. And you can hear it in his speeches including uh, the other night, is, is, is Donald Trump. He, he didn't hesitate one bit to talk about the communist takeover of the United States. I think he's the first presidential candidate, I'll have to go back and check, first certainly of, of the major parties to be as direct about it and as honest about it. Now, in fairness, uh, anybody else would have been considered a nut job if they had done it earlier. Well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Well, thank you very much uh, for returning uh, to uh, the Rudy Giuliani Show and for the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. It's the organization that's there for just about our most important people in our society. The men and women in uniform who keep us safe and put their lives and their limbs and their bodies and their families in, in jeopardy to, to, to protect us. And when something catastrophic happens, Tunnel to Towers is there. Tunnel to Towers is there to pay the mortgage on the home. Tunnel to Towers is there to build a house if it's necessary for a person who's catastrophically injured. Tunnel to Towers is just plain there. Let's look at it this way. For $11 a month to T2T.org. T, the number two T.org, Tunnel to Towers, right? You have the back of these people who make it possible for us to live in the degree of safety we live in. If everybody were like them and if they followed through, we'd be like we were when I was mayor in Bloomberg. So, in other words, the safest large city in America. Now, I'm going to give my final thoughts this time on uh, what Jimmy talked about because it is so important and it is so difficult. It's difficult to accept. It's difficult to accept for all sorts of reasons we don't have time to go through, but maybe I'll do a special podcast on that and make it available. In order to turn this around, and it has to be turned around, there's no longer a question of stopping us from becoming a, you can give it at different names, an authoritarian country, a fascist country, a communist country. We're going to have to understand how we became that. We're going to have to understand how the greatest school system in the world has become worse than mediocre, where almost every one of our sophisticated uh, societies, you know, uh, developed societies have better educational systems than we do, and their children are getting a better education. That was just the opposite just 15 years ago. 
We have to understand how it may be that the American dollar will no longer be the dominant currency. And we may we have to understand how China could overcome us. It has already done it in one aspect, and that's a navy. Uh, and there's not anywhere near the concern that there should be that they now have a bigger navy than we do. I didn't say a better navy or a more a more uh, a powerful navy. Ours probably still has um, uh, uh, expertise over them. But, you know, with um, strength and with size, you can overcome that. And they aim to do that. And they're on the way to doing it with their army and their other military. And we are not funding our military. In fact, we are net defunding it. Net meaning uh, accounting for inflation. And Republicans are not playing the role they played under my hero, Ronald Reagan, and fighting it to the death. It's one of the reasons I became a Republican, because of the Democrats' softness on the military and Democrats' softness toward communism. And, uh, and the Republicans played a magnificent role in the end of the Cold War, and it never would have been won without the Republicans, and certainly not without Ronald Reagan, Margaret Thatcher, Pope John, Lech Valenza. There you got it. Everybody else was a backup role. But they understood what was happening. You've got to understand this is not accidental. The attorney general's son-in-law runs a business where he sells to public schools gender change programs. Do you remember that it's the attorney general who has frightened the living daylights out of parents saying they could be considered terrorists if they object to school boards? Think there's a connection? You've got to start thinking like me, like a prosecutor, to get us out of this. We'll get out of it, but we've got to understand it in order to get out of it. And we have to unravel it, and we have to elect, I think, Donald Trump, but certainly a Republican. God bless America. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.